0: It will not be easy. But when it's you're passionate about it, you take joy in fighting through the different challenges that you have to face in order to birth that baby um, on the outside. Um, And that gives you like that tenacity is a question. How big and how strong do you want this? Or is your want to? How big and how strong is your want to? Do you want it bad enough that you will Do your regular job and then you'll do a few more hours after you get home working on your dream. Do you want it bad enough that you're going to spend extra money to make it happen? Do you want it bad enough where you're willing to go the distance all alone feeling like you're all by yourself? Have you ever felt a stirring in your heart that you were called to do something greater than you are doing now or respond to a burning desire? in your heart or maybe make a difference in a particular area or someone's life or is there a restlessness that stirs in your soul well i'd like to welcome you to when the moment chooses you podcast i am your host charlene johnson also known as coach charlene this podcast will engage in compassionate courageous conversations because i believe in your personal development Creating and inspiring destiny moments because every heartbeat truly matters. You will hear stories of change agents and trailblazers that dare to dream and not accept the status quo. Through hearing these stories, I truly believe that it will reignite the flame of passion and move you from just talking and thinking about it to actually being about it. We are all on our journeys of self-discovery. So be empowered. As we inspire you to tap into the highest expression of yourself. Let's join the podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to When the Moment Chooses You. I am your host, Coach Charlene, and I am going to do a part two in Got Vision. And this time I wanted to um, just do a quick recap. I really start talking about vision because one of the um, statements that I saw when I was at this event, it talked about, um, I shut my eyes so that I can see. And so I really wanted to talk about the fact that we have to um, be able to see beyond our eyes. And so as I continue this journey on vision, and really this time I'm gonna be talking about just having that persistence in your vision because your destiny demands diligence. And so you have to be diligent if you're going to actually birth that which you see on the inside of you. And um, there was a story that I read in one of Dr. Miles Monroe's book. I think it's The Principles and the Power of Vision. I love that book. And I reread it like literally every year for the past 10 years or so, just to keep myself encouraged. And um, anyway, he told the story of this little girl. They were on a cruise ship. Um, She was there with her dad and they were all up on the deck and uh, they had gotten out into the center of the ocean and it was just absolutely breathtaking um, up on the deck. And so everybody was looking around just in awe of what they were seeing. And so this little girl, she's like tapping her dad's. Um, by. And she's like, daddy, I can't see. I can't see. I want to see. And so he finally just picked her up and put her on his shoulders. And then she just like was in awe. And she said, daddy, daddy, I can see beyond my eyes. And he was really talking about the fact that that little girl really defined what vision really is. Vision is the ability to see beyond your eyes. And one of the quotes that I shared before is he talked about sight being a function of the eye, but vision being a function of the heart. So eyes that look are very common. See, it really easy to look at your circumstances. It's very easy to look at what's in front of you in the natural, Um, but vision, is actually the ability to see versus look. And I love that because during the times that we live in with all of the chaos in the world and all of the challenges that we face, um, sometimes on a day-to-day basis, you have to be able to see beyond your eyes or you will get discouraged or you will be depressed or you will be like, oh my God, is this all that there is? So you have to make sure that you have vision to be able to hold on to that dream that you have in your heart. So as I continue on this session, I really want to talk about the fact that your destiny does demand diligence. And diligence connotates that you are going to have to be persistent. Persistent with that which you see on the inside of you, remember, I talked about being able to see it on the inside and then birthing it out on the outside. And so when you get a dream in your heart, when you um, are getting ready to write a book or start a business or a ministry or whatever it is that you are going to do, you have this vision, you have this great idea that's on the inside of you. Nobody else can see it, but you. And so at that particular time, You begin to start walking the process out, going through the steps so that you can get to what you want. Of course, one of the most important things that I think when it comes to vision is clarity. I love how um, I believe Jim Rohn and all of the other greats like that, they talked about, um, Earl Nightingale, all of them talked about that definiteness of purpose being very clear about what it is that you believe that you've been called to the earth realm to do. And so that clarity is so critical, especially when it comes to vision. Because remember, in the other um, segment, the last segment I talked about without a vision, the people perish. So you have to be able to see beyond your eyes or you'll go from idea to idea, business to business ministry to ministry relationship to relationship um because you don't really have clarity so clarity is so critical critical when it comes to vision and the reason why i say that is because if you have a vision in your heart and you are walking toward that vision indefiniteness of purpose then guess what you're going to be saved from wandering all over the place, because vision causes you to narrow your focus into whatever that thing is that you're doing. And so when someone asks you, hey, I need you to be a part of this, or I need you to be a part of that, you are so narrow in your focus, you know um, what um, alignments that you have to have, you know what connections that you need, you know what networks, that you feel that you're a part of. Um, And this is so critical because I know on my journey, if you're not clear, then you will get misaligned with different things that you probably should not have had your foot in necessarily. Yes, you're going to learn from it, of course, but it's really great to spend some quiet time and to try to get as clear as possible um as to what it is that you're going to contribute to humanity or whatever business model, whatever it is, you need to be very clear that this is something that you want to do. And the reason why well, you have to be so clear is because there's going to be challenges that come into our life. Challenges are going to come, especially when you talk about starting something new or starting a business or starting a ministry or even writing a book or, you know, drawing a piece of artwork or whatever that is for you, it is not necessarily going to be easy. Matter of fact, I think I can say this with confidence. It will not be easy. But when it's, you're passionate about it, you take joy And fighting through the different challenges that you have to face in order to birth that baby um, on the outside. Um, And that gives you like that tenacity is a question. How big and how strong do you want this? Or is your want to? How big and how strong is your want to? Do you want it bad enough that you will do your regular job and then you'll do a few more hours after you get home? working on your dream. Do you want it bad enough that you're going to spend extra money to make it happen? Do you want it bad enough where you're willing to go the distance all alone feeling like you're all by yourself? This is so critical because I think many people don't uh break over that threshold because um, once you move out of that comfort zone, you get into, I like to, I like to call it, um, it's almost like you're, you're walking on the water in a sense because you have no, there's nothing necessarily under your feet. You can't feel the ground necessary, but you've jumped into your new season and your new book or your new business or new ministry or whatever it is. You took the plunge, but now, you're feeling a little bit insecure because you've never been there before and because you've never done this before. So of course it's scary because the comfort zone is super easy and everybody likes to stay and camp out and take up real estate in the comfort zone. But in order for us to really move into where our heart is taking us, the dreams that are in our heart, we're gonna have to get that boldness and that stick-to-itiveness to be able to jump out even though we don't know necessarily what's going to be the next step. And so um Dr. Miles Monroe, I talk about him a lot because he was one of my mentors that um mentored me from YouTube and conferences and things like that. But he was so significant in that he was telling another story and um he was in this kind of discouraged moment. And then Corey Ten Boom um, was there. And she said to him that you need to be able to believe in the dark, what I showed you in the light. So God has spoke to him about a dream in the light, you know, but he was having darkness that was surrounding him. And many a times when we're trying to do something that we've never done before, there's going to be dark days. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be days when you second guess yourself and say, you know what, did I really do the right thing? And those are the times that your vision will have to be bigger than your opposition. And that's the key. Your vision must be bigger. You must see it bigger than the opposition that's facing you, which really boils back down to seeing beyond your eyes. I love the story about when you think about hurricane, I believe it is a hurricane, that it has an eye in the middle of a storm. And so sometimes at different meetings and things like that, I like to do a weather check to check the internal weather of how a person is doing in that moment. And so I'll ask, what is your weather check? And, you know, sometimes I have to like literally say, well, today my weather is a tornado. or something like that, like, cause there's so much going on. And now that seems like super negative. And that means that there's a lot coming against me. There's a lot that I have to deal with, but the good news about that graphic when I choose it is that there is an eye in the midst of the hurricane, in the midst of the storm, it's called the eye of the storm. And that's the still place. That's the still point. That's the point where you can see beyond the debris that you're seeing right in front of you. And so you have to get to that place where you are able to have that eye in the middle of the storm. In other words, that eye kind of gives you some vision so I can see beyond what's currently in front of me that looks like a huge wall, that looks like a barrier, that looks like I'm never going to be able to do it. But if I can keep my vision, if I can continue to close my eyes so that I can dream and see the end of my face, to see the end result, then I am doing pretty good. I may not look like it on the outside, but that's what's powerful about vision. Vision is so powerful that it keeps you moving toward your destiny, toward your goal, toward your dream. And that's absolutely why I love um, vision so much. So, one of the key things, you know, of course, I talked about clarity and how, how, um, important it is for us to have clarity. Um, it's important for you to pay attention to those things that really speak to your heart, you know, those things that, you know, make us feel. I like how, um, uh, Simon T. Bailey was on the podcast a few, Segments ago, and it was hot. It was on fire. And one thing that I can, I remember him saying, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta really do those things that bring you joy. He didn't say it like that, but uh, that makes you come alive. Like, what is it that makes you come alive? So clarity can be gained when you find out those things that make you come alive. But I noticed in my journey that I've had to pay attention to clues, to those little things, because like vision is almost like it's this big, big picture that you make get a glimpse of, the whole picture, and then you back up, and then you come forward, and then you begin to start taking the steps to get toward that big vision, that big dream that you saw in your heart. And so it's so important for you as you navigate your journey to pay attention to the different clues. For instance, I'll give you an example. Now, when I started my journey of, uh, first of all, I have to be very transparent with you, very honest. You will have never told me that today I would be speaking in front of so many people. I would be a speaker actually up on stage. I was the shyest thing in my household. I was the shyest person in my school. I barely talked. I mean, I was super, super shy. I remember even... When I went to a community college, we had a speech class, and I had to do a five-minute little segment of something. I forgot what it was. I don't even remember what it was, honestly, because I was so freaked out, so scared. I clung to that podium like for dear life. And I remember because I, you know, wore a little suit and everything, wanted to look like a business professional, and literally my whole suit was saturated. That's how afraid I was to speak in front of people, and. Um, so you never would have told me that i was I would be doing what I'm doing now. The reason why I bring that up is because I had to start noticing things. I started noticing things about me where I was um actually starting to just you know i'm I'm just telling people they're coming to me for issues or problems or something like that, and then I just like give them some wisdom, not trying to give them wisdom, just talking and just really seeing. Um, what it was that they were really dealing with and just giving them my input. And, um, and I wouldn't even try to be encouraging people or inspiring people, but it would just become very natural for me to do so. And so I start noticing that, Charlene, you're constantly, and then people started telling me that you're constantly. Trying to inspire people, or you're constantly inspiring people, I should say. Um, but I was not trying to do it intentionally. When people left my presence, they felt so much better. I was not necessarily trying to do that. I just wanted to be there as a support and as someone that's, um, sitting there with the person during their challenging times. But anyway, I started noticing things. So I began to, I began to start noticing that, you know, I'm, people are telling me I'm inspiring them. I'm not necessarily trying to, I'm just like being the best um, version of myself, the highest expression of myself. I'm just being Charlene. I like, honestly. And so, but that was important because I start taking notes. I start saying, okay, uh, when this happens, this happens, you know, just really start paying attention and attention to what, I was doing when I was doing it and what was the impact. And, um, and the reason why I'm bringing it up is you got to start pay- paying attention to different things so that you can gain that clarity that you need. Um, and then I start speaking and I start, um, I went to this one session at a church that I used to go to and it was called an encounter. And I'm telling you, I was so free to be me when it came to speaking and uh, being a voice and things like that not that i did it right away but i was finally beyond the fear factor of being up in front of people and I, I, I actually accepted that this is a gift that i have and that i'm going to use it for good to help transform myself first and then anybody else around me and so now going back to what i was talking about persistence persistence let's define what that means it means to continue steadfastly or firmly in some state purpose, course of action or the like, especially in spite of opposition. So it's that stick to It's that tenaciously you endure tena- tenaciously. You know, it's that really stick I like to call it. When it comes to your dream, it's kind of like a pit bull, y'all. When a pit bull grabs a hold of something, it has a grip on it, and nobody can let that uh, pit bull release it. I mean, unless it's extreme, extreme force. But in general, that's the type of tenacity and the type of uh, stick to itiveness you have to have when it comes to your dream, or to writing your book, or to um, building a building, whatever it is that you're building, um, or starting a business, or Ministry, or I mean, there's just so many different things that we need to use persistence in. And the reason why I said there that is because sometimes when we can't see, so when the darkness comes, just like Corey Timboam talked about believing in the dark, uh, what you heard in the light, the dark times do not feel good. They do not feel good at all. And so you're going to have to be encouraged, and you're going to have to be able to encourage yourself. And so this persistence involves certain words like faithfulness. Are you faithful to your vision? Or um, do you believe that you can do this? Do you believe in your own significance enough to know that you can see the dream Um in your future, in your near future, is steadfastness. It's that ability to stand fast and steady in the midst of the pressure, in the midst of the darkness, in the midst of everything else that's going on around you. You are steadfast and you're immovable, immovable because you know that you saw this dream on the inside. You saw this book on the inside. You saw what it was that you needed on the inside. And you just simply want to see it birthed on the outside. Um, Another word that we can relate um, to persistence is courage. Having the courage, which means the ability to stand up in the face of fear. Can we stand up in the face of fear or do we shrink back and then we don't move forward anymore and so therefore we become stuck? It's that courage, that courage says that, you know what, I'm afraid but I am still going to move ahead anyway. And that's really what we need when, we, when it comes to our actual personal vision. And so I just really wanted to encourage you today and to let you know that that vision that's in your heart, it may be buried by all of life's circumstances, but I'm encouraging you and I'm inspiring you today to get back to your quiet spot, your place of peace, and bring that vision back out. Let's clear that vision up so that you can see whatever it is that you need to get that clarity. Why don't you spend time and see if you've forgotten about your vision? Have you given up on what you know that's in your heart to do? You know it when it happens because you become restless, you become frustrated, you become um, disengaged and all of those things. And I want to encourage you that you have a vision. I know you have a vision. If you have breath in your body, you have a vision. You may have things that's clouding your vision. Just like when you look at that precious diamond. I have a pin and it has a diamond on the end, this diamond did not start out as beautiful as it is. We know that it started out with black dross and gray and all of those different things. It did not look beautiful, but when it went through the process and things were chipped away, all of those things that was not the diamond became, it became brilliant. And the reason why I say that is because life sometimes deals us the crud and the soot and all the stuff that we that cover up our brilliance. So we have to really do the work that's necessary so that we can chip away. Remember, Paul Coelho? he says that maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming but it's about unbecoming everything that's not like us so that we can become who we were destined to be. So that's what happens with this process of the diamond. Um, You keep chipping away. I'm chipping away at that bad attitude. I'm chipping away um, at the possibilities of being stuck in the comfort zone. I'm chipping away my resistance to moving when I know I need to jump. I'm chipping away at all of those things that does not serve me well. And so the reason why you do that is because your vision is so important for you. It keeps you moving. It keeps you driving to where you need to be is absolutely amazing. Um, if you can just hold fast to your vision, close your eyes and start dreaming again. If you stop dreaming, close your eyes and start dreaming again. Again, don't start meditating on all of everything else that's what's what's wrong. I want you to really think about those things that really bring you joy. Those things in your heart that you know you have been uh, talking about in your mind. You know those little dream conversations that you have, or little nudges that you feel on the inside of you. I want you. To be excited about that and to rekindle that with yourself. Because when you do that, you begin to open up yourself more to your vision, your vision, that which you know in your heart you were born to do. And so I hope you enjoyed this quick little session about vision. That was just my little part two. And I look forward to seeing you next time on When the Moment Chooses You. Thank you for joining the podcast. When The Moment Chooses You is a bi-weekly podcast where I not only discuss my own passion and quest for responding to those destiny moments, but I will also be sharing inspiring stories, tips and tools as we navigate this journey of life together. As you can see, I will also be interviewing amazing guests and risk takers with stories that seize the moment and transform their lives and those around them. My hope is to share my passion and to build a community around creating destiny moments because every heartbeat matters. Find me on social media and I'd love for you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, like and share as much as you want to. Thank you so much. And what will you do when the moment chooses you?